0: wonderful week so far and that it's sun shining somewhere where you are because it's gone pretty cold here now. <laughs> um, this week we are going to be discussing how to optimise your health through food combining and why your skin wants you to eat more fruit. So as you're aware I'm obsessed with anything kind of well-being and plant-based and just how I can get more nutrients into my body and really Diving deep into underlying conditions, not necessarily to do with myself, although some of them have been, but for others as well, um, particularly skin conditions. And again, I'm not an expert, but this is just something that I'm really passionate about and have done a lot of research on. So, one thing that I've been looking into recently is why I still feel hungry before lunch when I have a smoothie bowl in the morning. So, if you aren't Familiar with my kind of morning food routine. I tend to leave any kind of fats. So say avocado or nuts and seeds. Um, that's kind of the only fats that I would have really. I kind of leave those until midday, probably five, six days out of a week. And this is because the body really can't process or handle fats until midday because of the whole cycle of waking. And the liver works really hard actually around 2, 3 a.m. in the morning when we're asleep. Sometimes this may wake you up. And it still needs that good kind of 8, 9 hours of not having to process or deal with anything extra until around twelve, one o'clock in the afternoon. But this can be hard, especially if you are like me and... Hungry most of the time. (laughs) Um, It's something that I learned a few years ago um, and it's kind of stuck with me, but I just can't seem to cut fats out completely every single day. So I'll try and stick to it a few days a week, but I'll have one or two days where, for example, today I had avocado on toast, on sourdough with tomatoes and sunflower seeds. So there's obviously two forms of fat there. And Whilst I've been looking into how I can, you know, shake up my smoothie bowls, make them more exciting, not that they're not exciting already because they are and I love them and I'd never get bored of them, but I just feel that I shouldn't have to be going through the stage of having a smoothie bowl around nine o'clock and then still being hungry. And I think it's important to understand your own body because I know some people can go until lunchtime without eating anything. Others need that food as soon as they wake up in the morning and we are all completely different and this is something that I've really accepted over the past few years and I haven't tried to adhere to anybody else's routine or their ways of eating. I've tried things, you know, I've wanted to try 16-hour fasting which worked for a short time but then again I got bored so I'm now on that path to figuring out what works for me and having breakfast usually around 9 nine thirty is is a good point so my smoothie bowls always consist of a great base so a banana sometimes it's frozen sometimes it's not some form of milk so almond milk um, I try to avoid oat milk in smoothie bowls because that does have a lot of calories in it um, it's the highest calories of any of the milks actually um, I think even over macadamia milk Um maybe a hemp milk or hazelnut milk and then I add some frozen spinach. Frozen spinach has been a bit of a lifesaver during lockdown because we used to buy just bags of spinach and we'd either go through them too quickly or they would just go off you know where they go like all kind of matted in the bottom of the bag and I tried putting a piece of kitchen towel in there to stop this from happening and it just didn't last. So we now buy frozen spinach, which is great. I just throw two of those into the blender. Add the m- well, I always add the milk first to prevent anything getting stuck, and it just helps the blades then as well. And then I usually add frozen pineapple or frozen blueberries or frozen mango. And this is quite a lot of sugar. Now, because I'm so big into the works of Anthony, um, Anthony Williams' medical medium, And he talks about how much our liver needs fruit and it needs those living water, you know, the living water that's in the fruit and the sugars to fight off, you know, pathogens and viruses. I don't really worry too much about fruit sugar at all. I'm I'm quite careful with how much dried fruit I eat, but frozen fruit or fresh fruit, I really, I'm not too fussed. But I have become aware recently and I've been doing a little bit of research into why I'm still feeling hungry like two hours later. And I think it is down to the sugar content in the smoothies. So one thing I've been trying is to make the smoothie base have as little sugar as possible. So I've been switching up banana for frozen cauliflower, which works an absolute treat. And it's something that I picked up when I was in the States last year. You can get like frozen cauliflower rice or frozen cauliflower chunks. I put a handful of that in and it really helps to bulk out the smoothie because that's one thing I realized, if I'm not full enough, I need to bulk this smoothie out. I still add the spinach and I still add some form of milk, obviously dairy-free, but I've also started adding a little bit of water so I'm not adding too much of the milk even though it is a plant-based milk. I've then been adding my chia seeds into the blender instead of on top of the bowl and with that all up sometimes I'll add cacao powder um, and some cacao nibs if I want to make it like a chocolatey base I'm not a huge fan personally of protein shakes um, like the protein powders I'm yet to find one that I really like um, so if anybody does have any recommendations please let me know but again I'm quite wary about powders in that sense that they are processed in some way and I do want to make sure I know all of the ingredients that are in there as they do add bulking agents and things sometimes and extra nasties which is not what we're about here. A quick break to tell you guys about facial ice globes. I've been using these for about 6 weeks now and I love how they make my skin feel, how they help if I have a headache and they are so great for lymphatic drainage. They're made from unshatterable Pyrex glass, so they're safe and reliable. And the anti-freeze liquid within them means that they stay cooler for longer and they won't get sticky and drippy like regular ice cubes. Or, you know, there's none of that mess. You just pop them in the freezer, take them out when you want to use them. You can use them with your favorite facial oil or without oil. They are so, so great for kind of getting rid of that first thing in the morning bloat. Great for de-bloating, lymphatic drainage, and you can also take them with you as they come in such a chic little box, which is great for taking when we can travel again. If you've had any kind of uh, laser treatments or injections or chemical peels, they're so good for this as well, for helping to soothe, but they also help with sinus pain, headaches, reducing puffy eyes, which I love. If I've had one too many glasses of rose the night before, they're great for helping to hide a good puffy eye. Uh, really great for reducing pimples and inflammation and tightening your skin without any injections they're also fantastic for fighting jet lag if you've been on a long haul flight again when we are able to travel if you want to check these guys out you can find them on instagram at facial ice globes and i'll add all of the notes in the the benefits in the show notes including the links you guys can go and check them out for yourself that's facial ice globes over on Instagram. So, back into today's episode. So, we've been discussing the smoothie bowls, how to stay fuller for longer. And I think this is really key having those elements, such as the fats, the fibers, and the liquid, as well as some form of greens, whether that's frozen spinach or a handful of kale or you can buy spinach, um, like a mixed greens powder to add in as well, if that's what you fancy, absolutely. Just to really bulk it up. And if you haven't tried the cauliflower base before, it's so good. You you literally cannot taste it. You will notice the difference at first in terms of the smoothie bowl base isn't as sweet, but I mean, feel free to add, you know, a handful of blueberries in as well. It doesn't need to just be, the frozen spinach and the cauliflower and the liquid as yeah there's not really much sugar at all in that but what we don't want is to spike those sugar levels and for everything to just go crazy and 11 o'clock comes round, and you're reaching for the biscuits with a coffee or you know whatever <laughs> unhealthy options are available <laughs> and if i do add things on top of the smoothie bowl i've been having sliced strawberries and adding a little bit of like linseeds or flax seeds as well and one thing that I'm really into at the minute is black sesame seeds. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see. If I'm not having a smoothie bowl, I really love having a plate of like fresh chopped fruit. It usually does have pineapple on there. Again, quite high in sugar, but it's not every day. And everything in moderation and pineapple is very good for you. So chopped fresh pineapple. This morning I also had a one nectarine chopped half the juice of a fresh lime and then I'll chop some fresh mint really finely sprinkle it all over the fruit and I also like to add a teaspoon of poppy seeds and a teaspoon of black sesame seeds these are equally good for digestive problems or just the digestive system in general they help with any inflammation um, black sesame seeds have protein They're very, very good for helping you if you're kind of feeling a bit low and sluggish. They help give you that energy boost. And I also just like having something crunchy on the fruit that doesn't change the flavour profile too much. Because the fresh mint and fresh lime is such a game changer. Honestly, even with strawberries and orange or papaya, whatever you can get your hands on, it is so good and it just makes you feel like you're in some kind of exotic beach resort and it's just the best so that tends to happen twice a week the rest of the time I'll stick to the smoothie bowl and as I said I'm just switching it up at the minute because I am aware that I keep feeling pretty hungry and I just want to keep those hunger pangs at bay. Now there is something else that I've been experimenting with and that is just having a smoothie which consists of filtered water two heads of romaine lettuce and romaine lettuce has so many benefits again wonderful for the digestive system it's great for supporting the liver as it helps to just cleanse and flush out any toxins and it also has a lot of water itself I'll then add a chopped apple and a chopped pear I don't always tend to peel the apple and pear obviously make sure that you wash them first um, and then just core them as well and then I'll add sometimes if I've got fresh spinach I'll tend to add that I usually add a banana as well, mix it all up and this is a really nice greens smoothie that I may have kind of mid-afternoon. I don't tend to have it every morning because I have my celery juice and I don't want too many more greens on top of having the celery juice. So that tends to appear kind of mid-afternoon but again not every day but that's one smoothie combination that I'm exploring as well at the minute. Um I have seen a variation where you can have like a teaspoon of nut butter as well, but that just seems a bit bizarre to me to have a teaspoon of nut butter alongside the remain remain lettuce all blended up, so we'll keep that we'll keep that out of there for now <laughs> now I've also been ensuring that at every meal I do have some sort of carb. I think there's so many fear factors around carbs these days, and obviously there's you know the carbs that people class as bad. But if you really take the time to research uh, things such as... You know, potatoes have so many kind of phytochemicals that are really good for helping fight diseases such as cancer. And and all of this has so many studies done on it that I really can't believe that there was times where I used to limit the potatoes I had. Obviously, there is such a thing as portion control. And if they're fried in oil, they're not that great for you anymore. But, you know, new potatoes boiled are so fantastic... I've been roasting potatoes as well, like I parboil them, add a tiny tiny bit of coconut oil into the the pan once I've drained the potatoes, swish it round and then I'll throw them into a big baking tray with a little bit of salt on the bottom so they don't stick and they're so fantastic and crispy and fluffy and the same with sweet potato, you know, these are really really good for you. If you're eating things like popcorn, you know, that's genetically modified that isn't great for you and I even try to avoid corn in all of its variations these days because of how it's been modified and I think it's important that with each meal you include some kind of carb to sustain you and you know carb is what helps to fuel the brain it turns it into glycogen which is needed for the brain to function and without this you will feel sluggish and crabby and yeah, just overall crap so again we're all different but try to just ensure that you've got at least a small portion of some kind of carb you know quinoa or brown rice or even beans have some carbs in you know with every single meal and this will help to sustain you and keep you going for longer now there's one other aspect that I just wanted to go through today and this is the whole I say there's like a carb fear but this is the fruit fear And what I'm seeing lately I don't know if you guys see it as well and it actually I have to take a step back and not not rise to it not comment because people just don't know you know the information is out there but people either don't have access to the information or don't take the time you know a lot of people and we are in a generation of we all want a quick fix you know what can we do that's quickest easiest and the cheapest option But I think when it comes to our bodies and our well-being we really have to think carefully what we're doing in terms of what we put on our skin and what we put inside our bodies and what we eat. Now I've had, I suffered in the past not with acne but you know with kind of spots and that kind of thing and I see many people today who are still struggling and they're you know they're adults they're not teenagers going through that phase and they spend fortune on all of these different creams to kind of mask masquerade almost the, the acne on their face or cover up with makeup which is just clogging the pores when if they took time to understand that it's better to actually eat foods that protect the liver and assist the liver in ridding the body of the viruses that cause acne which is actually the strep virus that's harboring in your, in your liver and it's feeding off the foods that it loves such as dairy and animal products and um, lots of kind of elements from the toxic elements from the environment products that you use um, if you use spray deodorant or body washes or body lotions that have a lot of toxic products in them even candles within your own home if they're not natural and they give off the toxic fumes this all harbors in your liver and your liver has to work so much harder to kind of purge and get rid of all of these pathogens and toxins that are kind of made it made it their home basically and if you were to really clean up your diet, start eating more leafy greens, lots of fruit. This is actually what the virus doesn't like. It doesn't like to be nourished on on what we would call nourishing foods. It prefers, you know, refined sugar and um, you know, sliced sliced cheese and whatever else you can find, you know, in the store, donuts and biscuits and anything that's not natural basically. And as I said, it's not, it's kind of, you know, it's part diet, but it's also part environment and what you use on your body. And by using these kind of creams, you will never make the true cause of this go away, and you may have a flare up again in a few years when your body is under stress. And again, you know, the virus can sense that and tends to flare up if you're feeling stressed, as well as being fed all of its favorite foods. So if you are having troubles with your skin at the minute, it doesn't just need to be on the face, you know, flare-ups on the face, it can be, um, you know, eczema or um, any other kind of skin problems that are, you know, noticeable and visible. Just have a check-in with yourself and just take a moment to just think about what you actually put in your body. Are you nourishing your body? Are you nourishing your system? Are you eating lots of leafy greens and all of the nutrients and you know vitamins and minerals that the body needs to thrive or are you eating a lot of junk that is not nourishing your body or your mind and soul and it's this whole cycle and then you fall into this trap and just want the quick fix because you just don't have the energy to deal with the true cause because of the rubbish food that you're constantly putting in yourself and i think you know in terms of the sugar content you know do have the fruits but kind of keep them keep them to maybe twice three times a day and just choose wisely what you know what you want all fruits are great but obviously you don't want to overload on too much sugar so just maybe try and incorporate a little bit more into your morning smoothie or before you eat lunch in the afternoon have like an orange or an apple for your snack you know just slowly start bringing them in if you don't already and just make a note and just see if there's any changes for, you know, you want to give it kind of two weeks. If you can incorporate celery juice first thing in the morning as well, that would be fantastic. <laughs> but I know it really isn't for everybody. So um, so maybe just trying to up your lemon water intake or lime water as well. Throw in some fresh mint. It's so good. And it will just help your body in that cleansing and assisting to rid toxins and pathogens out of the system that you can have lots of energy nice clear skin and you won't need to keep spending a fortune on products that are just kind of branded up you know and want to take the money from you because at the end of the day you've got to look after yourself and there's so many options out there these days for great skincare products that will really help your skin but some of them are just being sold to masquerade the fact that it's actually an inside issue that you need to solve with what you're eating over what you actually put on your face and following on from what you put on your face I just want to talk about how much I love the Lucy B skincare range the dazzling tonic is so fantastic on my skin I use it morning and night it's quick and easy and it smells just so divine and it's got this amazing like light fresh fruity scent about it that I can use all day long without wearing makeup. So I can put that on in the morning, wash my face, tone with the Lucy B Dazzling Tonic and I'm all set. If I don't wanna wear makeup, I don't need to because it just gives me such a nice glow and it leaves like a a very mild tightening feeling as well, which again, is something that I personally am all over. I think it's such a wonderful product and it's something that I've been using daily for the past five weeks. I've noticed such a difference in my complexion and it just helps to get rid of any impurities or any dirt that you've picked up in the day when you're using it in the evening. And I can highly recommend the Dazzling Tonic by Lucy B. If you want to go and check out all of her range, you can find her on Instagram over at Lucy B Skincare. And she's got various different products and I believe a new range coming out soon, which is very exciting. Finishing up this week's episode now with my top three recommendations for the week. Starting off with a podcast and blog by The Balanced Blonde. She's somebody that I'd followed for a very long time now and she's talking a lot now about her healing journey. She's overcoming um, suffering from Lyme and various other ailments that she's been you know, really ill from for quite some time. She talks about water fasting and she's also plant-based. She has some amazing recipe ideas, which I love, and she's over in California, so she's got that real kind of beach babe vibe going on. And she's just a really lovely person, and gives us such a nice vibe. Um, I really enjoy listening to her podcast weekly. That's the Balanced Blonde, and she's also on Instagram under the same handle. And yeah, you won't go wrong from listening to her. She talks about many different subjects, and. There's such a broad range of people that she interviews too that I just find it very interesting what she has to say. And I believe her podcast is out each week and she's always updating her Instagram. And I've also been really loving this local brand called Liss Cosmetics and they do like lip glosses and lip scrubs and various other things. But my favourite is the lip scrub and it's so good and you can definitely eat it (laughs) but it just helps you know I use it a couple of times a week if you feel like your lips are a bit dry or chapped or flaky I know for me it's usually worse in the winter Um, I'm not too bad at the minute but I still like to use this a few times a week anyway just because it helps to get any kind of dead skin off leaves your lips super smooth and great for adding gloss when you're going out when we can finally go out I've just been wearing lip gloss around the house, though, because it just makes you feel better if you, you know, if if you take care of your appearance and you get changed daily and you just go and you're all set, even if nobody will see you in the day. And the final thing that I'm really loving is an Instagram page by Jasmine Laver. She's into plant-based diets and recipes, and I'm just really enjoying looking at her Instagram page for inspiration and just seeing what else other people are doing out there in terms of plant-based meal plans and options and ideas and how they're utilising ingredients. Um, I saw one a few days ago for aki, which is like a, a I believe it's a, it's a fruit from Jamaica, but I'm not sure, I'm still looking into it. And somebody had made what looked like an amazing aki scrambled eggs, so that's definitely one that I'm going to try this week, if I can get my hands on some aki. So thank you so much guys for tuning in as always it's so great to be able to have this space and take this time to talk to you guys and just give you you know tips and opinions and advice that I feel will benefit you and I'm really excited to get back into next week's episode which will be released next Tuesday and please do share with your friends. Tag me on your Instagram and Facebook. It would be so great if you could also review the podcast on iTunes at the bottom of the episodes. I believe you can see the review section there. That would be so wonderful if you could do that as well. And I'll include all of the links to things I've spoken about in this podcast in the show notes below. Have a great week, guys. I hope it's sunny where you are and I'll speak to you next time.